0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to the South Side of Chicago. My name is Chris Lanuti, and you are listening to Socks in the Basement, a simulated 2020 season brought to you by the fine folks over at Cork & Carry at the park at 33rd and Princeton. And right now, you can go online, get yourself some food, get yourself some burgers, some wings, some dogs. They've got wraps. They've got salads. They've got appetizers. Load up. Sit down and listen to a ball game that we hope to bring you in about 90 minutes or so, sometimes more, sometimes less. Now that we're out of Boston, I expect these games will go a little bit faster as the White Sox return to guaranteed rate field for a six-game homestand that will take place over the next seven days with the Mariners up first before the Minnesota Twins arrive this weekend. The White Sox sit at 6-3 going into this game and have won all three of their season series to date and they enter this game a half game behind the Minnesota Twins, virtually locked in a tie for first place in the AL Central. Remember, you can catch up on each and every game that we do with the recap, complete with box score, at SoxOn35th.com. Sox on 35th, a blog that we have teamed up with as a podcast to bring you the best virtual experience you're going to get each and every game we announced it a week before opening day, and we've been doing it since opening day, and we'll continue it as long as necessary. Without further ado, let's go out to the rate and get this first of three games against the Seattle Mariners started. It's Socks in the Basement, found everywhere podcasts can be found, and always at socksinthebasement.com. Hello everybody and welcome to Guaranteed Rate Field on the south side of Chicago as Sox in the basement using MLB The Show 20 presents another simulated game in this White Sox 2020 season. We'll keep doing this as long as need be and it has been a lot of fun so far as the White Sox entered this game 6-3 with Reynaldo Lopez taking the mound for his second start of the season. He is 1-0, over 7 innings pitch with a 1.29 earned run average and a whip of 0.71. Four hits, one walk, eight strikeouts in his first appearance. He has had the best start of the season so far for this team through nine coming from the starters. And he is fifth in the rotation as Malik Smith steps in, batting lefty. And we will get this game underway. Lopez knowing coming into this season that his manager was not a big fan of where his head was at when he was out on the mound, throws the first pitch outside for ball one. He came with a purpose. He showed that purpose and that fire in the first game. He gets his first home start now as the White Sox finished off a four and two road trip and have won all three series on the season so far. Next pitch taken for a strike, one and one the count to Smith. Lopez into the wind in the pitch. High and outside, ball two, two and one. 60 degrees, partly cloudy wind is 12 miles an hour blowing straight in from center field. It may be difficult to hit one out today in the rate. A Monday afternoon game, so a thin crowd as this one is chopped to the pitcher. Lopez who comes off the mound towards the first base side and makes the play, flipping it over to Jose Abreu for the first out of the game. J.P. Crawford now steps up to the plate, hitting 480 so far in this season for the Mariners, with five RBIs, has yet to clear the fences, with one out here in the top of the first. Lot of substitutions today, Ricky Renteria's boys had to work their butts off in Boston. With some long games, this one has flied out to center field, Robert underneath it will make the grab with the shade still on. Two outs here on the top of the first as Lopez is working quickly. Five pitches, two outs so far as Mitch Hanniger steps in, hitting 282 on a five-game hit streak. Tim Anderson has a nine-game hit streak but will not go for number 10 today as he takes a seat and will hand over his shortstop duties to Liuri Garcia today. Danny Mendick moves over to second. He played third yesterday in Boston. Juan Mankata returns to third base. Abreu's over at first. James McCann is catching today, giving Yasmani Grandal the day off. One and one count. And this one is grounded over to Abreu, who flips to Lopez as he runs the first. He hit him halfway between the mound and the bag. Lopez caught it on the run and beat Haniger to the bag. One, two, three, they go. We go to the bottom of the first. No score in the White Sox coming up. We mentioned some shuffling. We'll get to those other shuffles to the lineup, but first I want to tell you about Marco Gonzalez pitching for the Mariners. Two starts. He's one and one with a 6.75 earned run average over 9 and a thirds innings. He's given up 12 hits with seven strikeouts and three walks. And a whip of 1.61. So he did get a win, but overall, when you look at the body of work, has not pitched very effectively through nine and a third, and Leary Garcia will lead off. He's playing Anderson's position and he's sitting at his number one position in the lineup here for this game it takes one low and inside for strike one the Mariners are five and five which puts them fourth in the American League West ten games through the season Lock and change though the season has just begun Garcia batting righty against the lefty Gonzalez and that's a change up taken for strike two he's quickly 0-2 so Garcia steps in for Anderson and will hit in the one spot he swings at one in the dirt. It is dropped, so they're gonna have to throw it down the first base on the drop third strike, and it will go down as a strikeout after he is out at first. So Gonzalez collects a strikeout on three pitches, and Luis Robert, who moved into the two spot yesterday and performed so well that with some other guys on the bench today resting after a brutal series with Boston, hard fought, long games, and the quick turnaround traveling and having to start a day game here in Chicago on Monday takes a strike inside. And then Robert fouls the next one down the first base line. He's got the average up to 233 after performing well in Boston in the back half of that series. And was a beast in the two spot yesterday. He's got one home run. It was in this stadium. Off the kid zone deck in left field. The pitch. He swings and misses at strike three. And he goes down. Gonzalez has seen two batters and struck them both out. So Marco Gonzalez looking sharp here early on in front of a sparse Monday afternoon crowd on a sunny 60-degree day on the south side. Jose Abreu comes to the plate, one of the hottest hitters in baseball and on the White Sox, hitting 400 right now, and Gonzalez delivers. Low in the dirt, change-up 79 miles an hour, and that is ball one. Two home runs for Abreu, five RBIs, got an OPS of 1.132 in his 10th game here in this very young 2020 season. Next pitch is lifted, pop to third base. Easy can of corn as he calls everybody off. And the Sox are retired one, two, three, just like the Mariners. So the first inning is quick here. After one, no runs, no hits, no errors for both teams. On to the second. Daniel Vogelbeck will come up and lead off this inning. He's hitting in the fourth spot for the Mariners, hitting 359 with three home runs and 15 RBIs already on the season. He has been a beast for them formerly of the Chicago Cubs organization, was dealt away. Struggled going back and forth between the majors and the minors, but if he keeps this up, he's a major leaguer for a while now. First pitch by Lopez, taken for a strike. Second one fouled off down the third baseline and quickly 0-2 the count here in the top of the second inning. Both starting pitchers very effective in the first as Lopez delivers. Inside four-seam fastball, pumps his fist and strikes him out on three. Lopez has his first strikeout looking like he's bringing the effectiveness from his first start right into the second one. Carlos Gonzalez steps in with a 281 average. Hitting from the left side of the plate, the righty delivers. This one is out into the left center field gap towards the wall and caught on the track by Adam Engel, who's playing left field today for the resting Aloy Jimenez, who has had difficulties at the plate and was clearly frustrated in yesterday's game. So Ingles in left, Robert remains in center, Mazzara in right. So essentially McCann gets a start today. Mendick continues starting but moves to second base. And Engel is out in left field. The three non-regulars for the White Sox that are out there playing the field today. That one swung on and missed. 1-1 one and one the count. To Kyle Seager, who's hitting 314. High averages all around here for the Mariners and yet still 5-5. Five and five. He fouls off an outside corner four-seam fastball at 96 miles an hour. One and two the count. With two outs here on the top of the second, Lopez delivers. That one's in the dirt. He does not chase. Two and two. Lopez's manager was not happy with his focus last year. Said so at the end of the season. Lopez knows he's on thin ice as the five starter with Michael Kopech and eventually Carlos Rodon coming to challenge for a job. Throws that one outside. He almost chased it. Checks it up. Three and two the count to Seeger. With the next pitch on the way. Swung on and chopped off of the kneecap of James McCann. He will adjust his equipment and get back behind the plate and the pitch. That one is chopped to second base. Garcia back on the grass in right field where he receives it because they were on a shift. And I'm sorry, Mendick. I'm so used to Garcia being over there. Mendick on the grass receives it and delivers it to Abreu. They're out of the second. No score. Juan Moncada started off over 15. He's got that average up now to 250 with a home run, and he's batting in the four spot today after taking a day off yesterday, and he needed it. He's on a four-game hit streak after, like I said, that uh, terrible 0 for 15 start, and he had played in every game of the season before he took a day off yesterday. He's quickly 2-0 to Gonzalez, not going after some outside pitches near the plate. The next pitch on the way, that's a off for a strike, 2-1 the count. Really pretty day out here. It's sunny, a couple of clouds in the sky, and 60 degrees. If this was a day game on a weekend, this place would be packed, but it's Monday, and so it's sparse. The pitch on the way. If you're near the ballpark, you got time. Slide over here. Plenty of good seats available. Two and two the count as he swings and misses there. And Gonzalez delivers the mancada. And he swings and misses on an inside cut fastball and goes down swinging for the third strikeout from Marco Gonzalez. And both pitchers dealing here on Monday afternoon. Wicked inside pitch there. Mankata felt like he had a chance at that. Encarnacion has lifted the average to 290 and bats in the five spot today. And fouls this one down the first baseline. 0-1 the count. He's got two home runs, five RBIs. His OPS is 888. He is well on a four-game hitting streak. A lot of the White Sox who struggled early on in the first few days of the season started to find their stroke. The pitch from Gonzalez in the dirt. 1-1 the count. He scored five runs in the last four games, and he's basically a station-to-station runner, which shows the guys behind him have been hitting the ball. This one is fouled off the catcher, one and two. Right now, we'd be just finishing the top of the first or maybe the bottom of the first in Boston. That game was slow, each and every one of them. This one is grounded over to first base and flipped to Gonzalez before he gets to the bag. He takes a couple more steps, and he beats Encarnacion for the second out. 3-1 3-1 to one on the putout James McCann comes in Starting today for Grandal And catching Hitting 300 He's had a couple of games That he's played in so far Just a handful And that one's on the outside corner Changeup taken for a strike He's 0-5 lifetime Against Marco Gonzalez With a strikeout Gonzalez with his 20th pitch of the game And a sinker Outside called strike two McCann has yet to swing And he's 0-2 here With two outs in the bottom of the second Gonzalez looks in The pitch, and he swings and misses on a low changeup. Three pitches, three strikes. Gonzalez sits him down. A 1-2-3 inning, both pitchers cruising here as we end the second. Nobody has reached base for either team. No score here as Austin Nola comes up for the Seattle Mariners hitting in the seventh spot as we start off the top of the third with both pitchers going 1-2-3 in each of their combined four half innings. As Lopez delivers the first pitch outside and a four seam fastball, 96 mile an hour taken for ball one. The next pitch on the way, again, trying to see if he'll chase, same pitch, same location, same result, two and zero. Tom Murphy, the catcher, acquired this offseason, stands on deck. The next pitch he chases on the outside corner down the first baseline, hooking foul, About three sections before the foul pole. Two and one the pitch. This one is lifted into left field. Engel will go back and watch it sail out over the bullpen in left field. 388 feet for Nola. Got out of here in a hurry. 108 miles per hour. And Lopez is the first pitcher that cracks in this game. The first hit he gives up is a solo shot here to the first batter in the top of the third. Nola hit it. Dropped the bat. Watched it and trotted around the bases. Tom Murphy steps in now as Seattle leads 1-0 here. The pitch from Lopez, outside corner slider misses, ball one. Murphy hitting 2-12 with a home run and two RBIs. We just watched the guy hitting 2-11 with no home runs get his first. The stats don't matter much early on in the season. Guys are working through things. First couple weeks are almost extended spring training for some of these guys as they adjust. And then pitchers adjust to them, and back and forth we go until we settle in, probably around Memorial Day, when you can really look at stats and tell how guys are doing and how teams are doing. Two and one the count here. Lopez, the Murphy, as he laid off an inside pitch for his second ball. Lopez looks in the McCann and deals. That is a changeup, 83 miles an hour, hits the inside corner for strike two. Two and two the count. The pitch. Swung on and missed, 96 mile an hour fastball. Lopez brings the heat and took him off his feet there. Trying to get around and catch up to that one that was right down the middle, dead red. And he just burned it by him. And Murphy takes a seat. One out here now. In the top of the third is Patrick Wilson comes up in the ninth spot. A righty against righty matchup. He swings below a fastball across the letters for strike one. And the pitch is on the way. And Wilson pops this one back to McCann, he sheds the gear, almost loses it in the sun, has to take a stutter step, catching it one handed, falling towards the really expensive seats there behind the the backstop, but he makes the catch for the second out, two outs here on the top of the third, and Malik Smith pops the first pitch straight up in the air, McCann runs out and catches it for the third out in fair territory, they're out of the inning, but not before the Mariners put one on the board and lead. 1-0 1-0 going to the bottom of the third. Adam Ingle has had some opportunities when there's a left-handed starter, and he does very well from the left side of the plate, hitting 333, and he's found his place on this 26-man roster. I know Adam would have preferred to end up being the everyday outfielder, one of them for the White Sox, but in the end, he's a speed demon who plays excellent defense and does well in a platoon role from the right side, Of the plate when there's a lefty on the mound. 1-0 pitch now to him as he puts this one in the left center field gap they are not gonna get to it that one is gonna get to the wall and he is in the second base easily as it's scooped up by Smith who gets it into his shortstop to prevent Engel from turning it into three he was already coming into second base as the center fielder was turning the throw and if he's a little slower getting to that ball You could have had a triple. Engel is fast, and he stands on second base right now with no outs here in the bottom of the third for Nomar Mazzara, hitting 188. Engel with a lead at second base. Gonzalez checks the runner. Mazzara shows bunt and pulls back. 1-0 the count. So Mazzara showed bunt on the first pitch. Now the Mariners prepare for a bunt, starting to cheat in on the corners. The pitch on the way. He takes that one. He did not show bunt outside corner, one and one. Gonzalez checks the runner, the first of the game for him. That one's on the outside corner for strike two, one and two The count. So the bunt was on for the first pitch and then taken off as the Mariners started to pay attention to it. Next pitch is chopped down the third baseline, very softly. Runner safe at third, Runner safe at first. That was better than a bunt. He hits it, it hits the ground about three feet down the line. Down the third base line and goes straight up in the air. And by the time the ball comes down, Mazar is able to beat the throw from Gonzalez, who had run over the line and caught it. He would have been better off late waiting to see if that ball went foul. Instead, all runners safe. first and third now for Danny Mendick hitting 182. But he had a heck of a game yesterday. Drove in some runs for the White Sox in Boston as they took that series. On a Sunday afternoon before heading back here, first and third one strike now there's one ball one and one the count with no outs here in the bottom of the third we got a runner 90 feet away it's time for the White Sox bats to find a way to get him in and tie the game swung on and missed low sinker one and two the count to Mendick Mendick hitting in the ninth spot Leary Garcia is on deck no outs in the bottom of the third the pitch from Gonzalez outside taken two and two the count Mazzara is not a big threat to steal Unless he gets the right opportunity here. As this one is chapped down the first base line. Just foul. They were hugging the line. So if it would have been fair, he probably would have been caught. There might have been a throw home. The pitch. That one's low for ball three. Three and two the count with Garcia on deck. Hitting 258 with four RBI on the season. And a full count with runners on first and third. As the Sox trail by one here in the bottom of the third. The pitch on the way. And that one is chopped over to short. It's a double play ball. Mendick just got Mendick at first base that was a close one he hits it at a double play Engel scores from third to tie the game he's almost safe at first we're going to take a look at the replay here as they're looking at it as well the umpires very quickly for a review he does get him so the review is going to uphold the call at first the double play RBI there are two outs now in the bottom of the third and it is all knotted up for Leary Garcia The one hitter in today's lineup, 0 for 1, and the pitch from Gonzalez. Inside, low, for ball one. Garcia is 0 for 6 lifetime against Gonzalez, and is struck out five times. He does not see him well. And that's a swinging strike right there, 1 and 1 the count. So the Sox able to push a run across, not in the prettiest of ways. But they have tied this up. Both pitchers had not allowed a base runner through the first two innings. Lopez gives up a home run. And then gets through the rest of the inning without any trouble. Gonzalez gives up two hits. Gets the double play, but Engel scores. So neither one of them are perfect now. Both of them have given up a run already. Two and two pitch now to Garcia as he chaps this one to first base. He won't strike out, but he will be out. And the inning is over. But not before the White Sox tie it up. Going into the top of the fourth inning. One-one, foundation issues not properly handled can be costly. Family Waterproofing Solutions is owned by Ken, a veteran of the United States Marines, and his wife Maria, making them a veteran-owned business and a female-owned business that will diagnose and repair wet or leaky basements. During the current health crisis, Ken and Maria decided to pay each and every one of their workers, secure their jobs, and continue to give them health care from home. And while they're not currently going out and doing jobs, they will still give you an estimate and jump on into a video consultation right now. Plus part of the proceeds for every job that they do are donated to veteran and first responder organizations who support our frontline defenders. And currently Socks in the Basement listeners Have access to special pricing when they contact Family Waterproofing Solutions now, 708-330-4466. Or visit them today at FamilyBasementWaterproofing.com. Folks, you heard about Family Waterproofing Solutions right there. Let me tell you very quickly as J.P. Crawford gets up here. Ken and Maria still doing the right thing, holding their people back. But when they feel that it is safe, they'll be out there doing work. They're taking estimates like crazy right now as part of the proceeds go to first responders and veterans organizations outside Pitchball 1 but they will video conference with you or just do it over the phone and give you an estimate for any of your needs go to that website right there remember it's a podcast you can skip back and get the information and talk to them now they have special socks in the basement discounts and offers a lot of 2 for 1 deals in there and i think there's a 20% off on there as well if you do it on certain days that they call family days Crawford fouled one off, it's two and one. This pitch is a base hit, soft liner in the right field. And he is on. So the first batter on for the Mariners here in the top of the fourth in a tie ball game. Nice, solid hit in the right field. Mazzara gets it in. Crawford is not a big base stealer. He has average speed as Mitch Hanniger steps in and takes a high fastball for ball one. Lopez sitting on 36 pitches right now, here in the top of the fourth. He has worked quickly and effectively. Inside slider, strike one, swinging, as Hanegar, who came over from Arizona in 2016, sits 1-1. One one. That one is chopped, fouled on the first baseline, 1-2 and two the count. A rare three-game set in which all three games are day games here on the south side. This pitch is outside, changeup, 2-2 two and two the count. Lopez looks for the sign from McCann and delivers. Swinging strike outside corner. He could not catch it. 94 miles an hour for the third strikeout of the game for Reynaldo Lopez. And Daniel Vogelbeck steps in 0-for-1 with a strikeout in the second. He's got a 409 OBP, and he's slugging 625 with a runner on first in the pitch. The left-handed Vogelbeck lays off an outside pitch. He was a second-round pick in the 2011 draft. And it's put-up or shut-up time now for him. He started the breakout last year. He's really breaking out now, at least early on in the season, as he takes that pitch on the corner. Borderline call goes for a ball, 2-0 the count. The pitch from Lopez swung on and belted deep down the first baseline, hooking foul. This simulated broadcast of the White Sox season, just like every broadcast we're doing each and every day, swung on and missed, changeup two and 2 is brought to you by Cork and Carry at the Park. Go to Grubhub and order some tasty food. Support your local business, so just visit at park.com. Nothing like sitting down, watching a game with a basket of wings and some cheese curds, or maybe just go out and get yourself some Vienna hot dogs and smell the ballpark through your speakers. Three and two the count now to Vogelbeck. Runner on first stays right there as this one is low call to ball, and Lopez walks Vogelbeck. So with one out in the top of the fourth, we've got a runner in scoring position on second, also a runner at first for Carlos Gonzalez, who flied out in the first inning, sitting on a 273 average here early on in the season. Lopez trying to do what most White Sox starters have been unable to do, and that is, don't give up runs in the fourth and fifth inning when your team has just scored. There seems to be this danger period between the fourth, fifth, and sixth inning where Sox pitchers have struggled, especially after their team scored In the last half inning First pitch called strike, second pitch called ball Some fans on their feet rooting for Lopez The pitch on the way, low 2-1 and the count Now it looks like there might be something going on out in the stands I see some people throwing their hands up And yelling, maybe a little bit of a fracas Out there The pitch on the way This one is low and outside, 2-2 and On an 80 mile an hour changeup Not a lot of speed at first Moderate speed at second This one is lifted in the right field. Mazzara on his horse, dives and misses the ball and it will roll all the way back to the Goose Island bar. One run will score. Vogelbeck came around third and then headed back in. Mazzara with an ill-advised dive for the ball. If he catches that on the one hop, he probably holds the runner at third base. And we have bases loaded and it's still 1-1. But an ill-advised dive and the ball rolls all the way to the corner and slow runners are able to get around the base paths. And with one out now in the top of the fourth inning and another runner across, Kyle Seager comes up with second and third. Luckily, Vogelbeck runs like he has a piano on his back. He wanted to go home, but he was out of steam going first to third. First pitch is a ball from Lopez, the next pitch on the way. Inside changeup called a strike one and one. Seeger's hitting 364 so far this season with runners in scoring position. He has two in position right now as his team leads two to one. That's an inside ball, two and one the count. Lopez has been extremely effective. Yes, that was a base hit, but Mazzara lets him down defensively with the ill-advised dive. He's trying to make a big play there, but he was unable to get to the ball. Outside pitch called ball three, three and one the count. And Lopez now has to dig down deep this is the first trouble he's run into all season he cruised through his first start and the first three innings of this game fastball down the middle taken three and two the count 25 pitches 13 for balls 12 for strikes so far for Lopez in this inning and the pitch on the way swung on and lifted into center field Robert positioning himself in case Vogelbeck goes will catch the ball and throw this one in there will be a play at the plate and he is safe as the ball was to the first base side. Bang, bang, play. McCann unable to get his arm around. Robert unable to put that ball in the right position for McCann. The runner at second held. He fell for the fake cutoff play and retreated to second base. But another run is in. It's 3-1 to one now with two outs here on the top of the fourth. First pitch, four-seam fastball low, taken for a ball. Lopez's pitch count is soared now. This is his 59th pitch here in the top of the fourth. As he's running into trouble and giving up two here in the fourth. He gave up one in the third, two in the fourth. Two and 2-0 pitch, swung on and missed outside slider. He still looks like he's bringing good stuff. But they're making contact with him now. And like I said, that defensive miscue is really the reason that Vogelbeck has scored. Even though it won't go down as an error, one of those runs is on Mazzara. Two of these runs on Lopez. Swinging strike, 2-2 pitch. Fouled off to the backstop. Will reset with a runner on second and two out in the top of the fourth. And the White Sox trailing 3-1 here at home. Lopez looks in and delivers. And that one is chopped down the first baseline. fielded by Abreu. He'll step on first and the inning is over, but not before. Reynaldo Lopez and the White Sox run into some trouble. And two runs cross. Midway through the fourth. Three to one, Seattle over the White Sox. Luis Robert steps up, 0 for one. He struck out in the first. He will lead off this inning with Abreu and Mancada sitting behind him. The pitch, inside changeup taken for strike one. Robert, international signing, signed out of Cuba, had dealt with some injuries in the 2018 season. As he flares this one out in the right field, and it is caught. Right fielder on the run towards the line makes it look easy. Haniger with a nice play out there. That's the first out of the inning. Minnesota leading the Cleveland Indians 5-3. We get Minnesota next. We've already had Cleveland and took two out of three from them. Jose Abreu comes up 0-1 for in this game with one out in the bottom of the fourth as Marco Gonzalez looks to get back on track after struggling a little bit in the third. Jammed him. This one's going to be a can of corn out in center field so quickly Three pitches and two outs for the White Sox Who have not responded well At least at this point To the Mariners taking the lead In the top of the fourth Moncada steps up with two outs And nobody on here in the bottom of the fourth And Gonzalez delivers his 43rd pitch Of the game Outside corner curveball Taken for a strike Mancada's one for five all time Against Gonzalez with a strikeout The pitch this one is down the first baseline hooking foul by about a foot and a half otherwise it had double and possibly triple written all over it based upon where the right fielder is as he's shifted a little bit closer to center than he is at a right field line this one's called a ball one and two the count with two outs here in the bottom of the fourth to mancada the pitch this one swung on and lifted in the right field an easy fly ball handled The Sox go down 1-2-3 here in the bottom of the fourth. We go to the top of the fifth. Murphy, Wisdom, Smith. They're up next. Tom Murphy's 0-1. He's catching today for the Mariners. He will lead off the top of the fifth against Reynaldo Lopez. 63 pitches through four innings and trailing 3-1. The pitch on the way from Lopez. Inside curveball for a strike. Murphy was a third-round pick in the 2012 draft, spent most of his time as one of those guys that people believed when he got to the Colorado Rockies and into the majors would start tearing it up in that thin air as he swings and misses that pitch. 0-2, quickly. Outside pitch goes for a ball, he took it. As Cleveland climbs back in their game with the Twins, now only trailing by one, 5-4, midway through that game. This one is chopped to short, bobbled by Garcia. The runner will be safe. Playing out of position a little bit, but between Mancata, Mendick, and Garcia, when Anderson takes a day off, Garcia is the likely guy over at shortstop, and he mishandled that ball terribly and puts a runner on. Lopez has not gotten any help from his defense in this game today. They have put him in bad positions. This young man looked very good in his first start and looked good through the first three innings, even after giving up the home run in the third. Still looks solid. Team got the run back. Last inning the wheels come off. Partly because of the ill-fated dive by Mazzara. Now we got to run around because of the error by Garcia as he blows this one by Patrick Wisdom. Well, I think I was calling Wilson the first time he came up. So clearly Wisdom is wiser than me, as I was calling him by the wrong name. 2 and one the count here in the top of the fifth. With no outs and a run around first. That is not a big threat to go. Lopez checks him and delivers. Outside pitch, ball three. Righty on righty action right now with Malik Smith on deck, hitting 333 this season. Wisdom's a nine hitter. Lopez would like to get through him and have an out at least when the top of the order comes up. This one is a tailor-made ground ball. The Mendic flips to Garcia across to Abreu. Four to six to three, and Garcia takes part in erasing the run he put on first. He got taken out a little at second base, but looks to be okay. And there are two outs now on the top of the fifth, and the bases are cleared as the Sox continue to trail 3-1. Lopez to Smith, the outfielder. That is a strike on the outside corner. He was acquired from Tampa Bay. Acquired from Tampa Bay in 2018. Showed bunt there and pulled back. But they're saying he did not pull back, so he couldn't get it back in time, and outside pitch is called a strike 0-2. Check swing on a high pitch. This time they're going to say he did pull back and check it up. One and two the count. Smith looks discombobulated. He gets jammed, though, on this pitch and somehow lifts it in the right field. Mazzara overruns the ball. Play it second. Smith is safe. That is a single and an E9. Mazzara is a clown show right now defensively out right field. And that young man needs to tighten things up. As right now, though, Lopez is probably going to have a couple comments for him when he gets into the dugout. Like, hey, man, you're not doing me any favors out there. Normally, Mazzara might have taken a day off with Engel out there and gotten a rest, but Jimenez was in bigger need of the rest, so Engel's over and left. Mazzara gets a start against a lefty, which was not the case the last time a lefty started against the White Sox, and Engel responded to that, and he seemed to wake Mazzara up in the very next game. J.P. Crawford has a 1-2 count on him after Lopez gets in the swing at a low outside slider. The next pitch on the way, chopped down the first baseline foul and will reset. Smith has a ton of speed, a base hit will score him and lengthen this lead. The pitch on the way, high inside fastball taken, 2-2 the count to J.P. Crawford. Lopez slows the game down a little bit now delivers on the outside corner Strikes him out looking on a low pitch at the knees on the outside corner And he's out of the inning with a big K And survives his defense Going to the bottom of the fifth trailing 3-1 Edwin Encarnacion will lead off for the White Sox He's hitting in the five spot today He's 0-1 with a ground out in the second Marco Gonzalez sitting on 46 pitches here through four innings Out here for the fifth The lefty delivers And that's a curveball taken for a strike. That started outside the zone and dropped right back in down the middle at about 76 miles per hour. Encarnacion would like to see that again and know what's coming. The pitch on the way, and he chops a fastball straight back. 0-2 the count to Encarnacion. Sox trail by two, the pitch. Outside pitch taken for a ball, 1-2. and The pitch from Gonzalez swung on and missed on a sinker That didn't sink too much, but just enough to miss the bat. The fifth strikeout of the game for Gonzalez. And he gets Encarnacion, who goes back to the dugout, shaking his head. Sox had that one inning they got on Gonzalez. Otherwise, he has been masterful on the mound. As McCann steps in. 0-for-1. This is a case where we have a guy at the top of the rotation for the other team going up against a guy at the bottom of the rotation for yours. Just because of the amount of games that each team has played. This is the 11th game. For the Mariners So Gonzalez the ace As he gives up A line shot down the first baseline It's going to roll into the corner McCann on his horse the second Is in standing up as the ball comes in Way to the outfield side of first base It does not turn into a play He has his first double of the season And with one out The White Sox have a runner in scoring position They're going to have to chip away Against a guy like Gonzalez Who is the ace this year At least that's where he is In the rotation He's already pitched two games. It's the 11th game for the Mariners as Adam Engels steps in. So you got an ace pitcher against your five starter today. It's just the way that things rolled around. Ricky Renteria wants to give all of his starters every opportunity to show something, knowing he's got two other starting pitchers that will be knocking on the door, likely, before this season is over. Engels had success against Gonzalez. He's one for one in this game, two for five lifetime against him. And the pitch on the way. As he lifts this one into left center field gap, that one is gonna get down and go to the wall. McCann, coming around, third base is gonna score. Engel's already at second, he will think about third and then retreat back to second. The White Sox drive in a run, Adam Engel has had two well-hit balls in this game as he hits a double and drives in a run his second double of the season. He's had two doubles in this game and Adam Engel now stands on second base, the tying run. With one out here in the bottom of the fifth As Mazzara steps in Hoping to make up For the reason the White Sox are trailing by one right now He's one for one with a single in the third He's got a 212 average so far in the season As Ingo leads a little bit off of second base I don't know if he's going to go though He fakes going He holds back Inside changeup Called for a ball One and one the count Lefty against lefty here The pitch This one's chopped foul And Mazzara is one and two with Danny Mendick on deck. Engel with a lead, they keep looking at him. He does not go, the pitch flared out in the left field. That is gonna be a can of corn. Engel will retreat back to second base. It was a deep fly, and the moment he caught it, he just let that thing fly in to short. Engel, not risking it and advancing, will hold at second base. So Mendick comes up with two outs here in the bottom of the fifth and a runner in scoring position, as the White Sox already have one in in this inning. And Gonzalez delivers a low inside sinker for ball one. Mendick has taken advantage of runners in scoring position. He's hitting 500 right now with runners in scoring position. He's knocked in a couple on this season. He's one and one right now. And the pitch from Gonzalez. High outside pitch on the corner, taken for ball two, two and one. As the fans start to get a little excited here, hoping to tie this game up right now here in the bottom of the fifth inning. The pitch. Inside taken, ball three With Leary Garcia on deck He of the No good luck ever Against Marco Gonzalez This is where you'll miss Tim Anderson Who needed a day off today This one is lifted over to second baseman Into the right center field gap Engel will score easily Mendick to second base As the right fielder tripped over his own feet And fell down on the track But was able to quickly flip it Hanager flips it over to Smith who gets it in And holds Mendick to a double An RBI double back to back RBI doubles for the Chicago White Sox And they tie this game up here In the bottom of the fifth inning Against Marco Gonzalez And Mendick now takes a lead at second With two outs in the bottom of the fifth And a tie game for Leuri Garcia And the pitch from Gonzalez Taken for a strike Change up on the outside corner He's over two with a strikeout and a groundout He's now 0-7 lifetime against Gonzalez. And five of those at-bats resulted in strikeouts. 0-1 pitch on the way. This one is fouled off down the first baseline. He's quickly 0-2. Gonzalez going after Garcia. The pitch. Swung on and lifted in the right field. That one is down. Garcia plates Mendick, who comes around third to score on a single in the right that gets down. As it trailed towards the first base line. Tailing away from Hanniger. He's able to cut it off before it gets to the wall. But Mendick will score from second. And the White Sox take a 4-3 lead here. And the Mariners bullpen is up and going. As Luis Robert comes up with two outs here in the bottom of the fifth. And everything has happened here with two outs in the bottom of the fifth. It looked like Gonzalez was just cruising. And then he hit the bottom of the order. And they came alive. Low sinker. For ball one to Robert As Gonzalez starts to slow things down a little bit here In the bottom of the fifth Came into this inning with a 3-1 lead He's now losing 4-3 Runner on first in Garcia with Robert at the plate And the pitch on the way This one is chopped foul down the first baseline 1-1 the count White Sox refused to go away as that is taken for a ball And have taken the lead in this game for the first time They trailed 1-0 They even it up Each team scoring a run in the third. In the fourth inning, things went bad. and The White Sox gave up two runs, but here in the bottom of the fifth, they've scored three, and Roberts sits up there three and one with a runner on first, and Jose Abreu on deck. Gonzalez delivers. He swings at an outside changeup that would have been ball four. The count goes full. He's anxious to do something. We've seen him do this already where he gets anxious he wants to be the star, and he swings at bad pitches. This one is chopped to second base, and it's a 4-3 putout. And the Mariners are out of the inning, but not before the Chicago White Sox. Score three in the bottom of the fifth and go to the top of the sixth, leading 4-3 to three here on the south side. Mitch Hanniger will lead off here in the top of the sixth inning. And after the White Sox take the lead, Ricky Renteria's got Kelvin Herrera and Jace Fry tossing out the bullpen just in case first pitch inside low for a ball as Reynaldo Lopez will face the 3-4-5 hitters in this lineup. Hanniger's 0-2 against him. Grounds this one to the right side of second base and the shift had Mendick right in place for that one. An easy 4-3 put out. One out here in the top of the sixth. As Daniel Vogelbeck steps in and takes an outside slider for ball one. Vogelbeck has 14 hits so far in the season for his team leading The Mariners hitters he's 0 for 1 in this game but he did walk and eventually score in the third inning takes a high fastball for a strike one and one the count as Lopez sits on 86 pitches here in the sixth trying to give a quality start to his team this one is chopped up the middle between second and short for a base hit flipped in by Engel cut in front of Robert to get that ball and get it in Robert was playing much deeper Engel was more in the gap And shallower So he gets to that ground ball And gets it in Vogelbeck's on first With one out here In the top of the sixth And Carlos Gonzalez Comes up one for two With a runner on first Lopez delivers Outside four-seam fastball Taken for a strike 0-1 the count Kyle Seeger waits on deck Vogelbeck not a threat to steal As this one is chopped Over to first base Trouble for Abreu He does get it over to first Just in time As Lopez covers Abreu had to dive Towards the second base side for that ball It goes off his glove He crawls to the ball And flips it from his back To Lopez A couple of steps before the base runner They get him at first So there's two outs here in the top of the sixth And Seeger takes an outside pitch for strike one Inside ball one One and one the count With Vogelbach standing at second base With a slight lead And the pitch Inside slider A ball, two and one the count. So you got a runner in scoring position. It would take more than just a lazy base hit to score him. He does not have a lot of speed. Lopez trying to finish the sixth inning here against the lefty Seeger. The pitch on the way. This one is lifted into right field, tailing towards the foul line, and it will get over into foul territory. Mazzaro unable to get to it. Two and two. Lopez resets in the pitch. High fastball taken. 3-2 3-2 and two with Austin Nola, who had his first home run of the season against Lopez in the third inning waiting on deck. As Lopez hits on 94 pitches here with two outs in the top of the sixth and a 3-2 count with a tying run on second base. The delivery. Swung on and chopped fouled on the third baseline. Lopez deals. That one is flared out in the right field. It's going to be a base hit. The runner's going to come around third. We're going to have a play at the plate. He is... Safe under the tag Oh that was close Good throw in By Mazzara Bounced twice before it got to McCann McCann with the sweeping Tag and the foot Hit the plate before McCann's Glove hit the back Of Vogelbach And this game is tied up here 4-4 As Lopez Pitches the Nola And he's low for a ball 1-0 the count The bullpen is ready but it looks like Renteria is going to give Lopez a chance to finish the inning here. He will not get the quality start as he gave up four runs here, even if he gets through the sixth. A foul ball makes it one and one, the pitch on the way from Lopez. That one is lifted foul down the third base line into the crowd. One and two the count here. In a tie 4-4 ball game here in the top of the sixth. Inside pitch taken, two and two. Lopez needs to gather his feelings here. And deliver pitch number 101 swung on and missed strikes him out on a changeup 101 pitches for Lopez through six innings he gives up four and will likely leave the game all knotted up and tied Jose Abreu will lead off for the White Sox in the bottom of the sixth in a tie ball game 4-4 Marco Gonzalez continues to pitch and the first pitch is grounded the third Seeger has to die for it, gets up and throws it from his knees. As he dove towards the shortstop side A great play to save a base hit And then he gets the runner He's a defensive specialist over there at third And he just showed that Gonzalez delivers to Mancada, Hitting in the four spot today He's 1-for-6 lifetime against this pitcher With two strikeouts First pitch inside for ball one Mankata 0-for-2 on the day he had been red hot, had to take the day off yesterday. Now he comes in and lifts this one into the left center field gap, trailing back towards the wall. He looks up, and that one is gone. Yohan Moncada hits one into the third row in the left center field gap, 390 feet. The White Sox retake the lead on his second home run of the season. And the fans are charged up. Moncada takes the lead here in the bottom of the sixth with a well-hit ball they got out of here at about 105 miles an hour into the third row of the left center field gap. They're gonna come out and get Gonzalez, but it's one pitch too late. As Mancada takes one out of here, chases the starting pitcher, and the White Sox lead here in the bottom of the sixth. Matt McGill has had seven appearances, eight innings pitched for the Seattle Mariners with a 3.38 earned run average. He has blown a save. He's 0-1, seven strikeouts to five walks. Lefties hit him much better than righties, at least so far on the season. Right-handed Edwin Encarnacion steps in against the righty McGill. Takes a curveball 85 miles an hour for a strike. He's 0-2 with a strikeout and a groundout, hitting 273 on the season. The Sox have the lead again in this back-and-forth seesaw battle on a Monday afternoon on the south side of Chicago. Inside curveball fouled off down the first baseline, 0-2 the count. Swung on and fouled down the first base line. The count remains 0-2. McGill working quick. Does a full wind. Throws inside and almost hits Encarnacion, who gets out of the way. 1-2 the count. The next pitch on the way. Outside, 2-2. Encarnacion being patient now with this relief pitcher. Too patient there as he takes a slider almost down the middle and goes down looking to McGill. For out number two Here's James McCann He of the dirty jersey He has slid into the plate already today He's one for two He's also had to try to tag out a few runners at the plate Unfortunately it was unsuccessful He takes that one for a ball With two outs here in the bottom of the sixth And the White Sox leading five to four The Mariners have gone to their bullpen The White Sox likely will start off the seventh In the bullpen This one is lifted out to left field by McCann. Caught on the track in the corner, and that's an out. So the inning is over, but Yohan Moncada takes the lead with a solo shot, and the White Sox lead 5-4 after six. Kelvin Herrera will come in to pitch the seventh inning. He has three appearances under his belt, three and a third's innings, he's 0-1. He gave up a run over an inning of work, his first appearance gave up the winning run on a walk-off to the Indians a week ago today, and in his third appearance, though, against Boston, pitched extremely well in that extra inning affair, pitched two innings, and held down the Red Sox during their home opener. It was very impressive as this one has flied out to Robert, who barely has to move in center field for the first out of the inning as Patrick Wisdom steps in 0-2 with a pop-out and a ground-out. So he looked very good the other night on Thursday In his third appearance He comes in here for his fourth appearance In the seventh inning with a one-run lead Against the Mariners And already has one out 1-0 count now to Wisdom This one is Mankad who Takes it on one hop Double pumps and tosses that over easily To Abreu for the second out of the inning And it'll be tossed around the infield Two up, two down The order turns over and Malik Smith One for three with a single in the fifth inning, who's got a lot of speed. It was a single and an error on a misplay by Nomar Mazzara in right field. He did reach second on that at-bat. Two errors on the game officially for the White Sox. You could have charged a third error to Mazzara and had two for him and one for Garcia in this game. That one's fouled off 0-1 the count. He lays down a bunt to try to beat it. It will roll foul 0-2. Tried to drag bunt that down the third base line and catch Moncada sleeping. This pitch is outside fastball. One and two, the count. So he was swinging away on the first pitch. Tried to trick the White Sox, but bunted foul on the second pitch. Takes a ball and with two outs in the top of the seventh. Herrera sitting on only six pitches tries to finish off this inning quickly. The pitch on the way. That one is chopped to Mancada, who's playing in. He will throw that one over to Abreu for his second put-out of the inning and the third out of the inning. We go to the bottom of the seventh with the White Sox leading 5-4. Hirano will come in for the Mariners out of the bullpen. He's got two appearances. Nobody's crossed the plate that was charged to him. Six strikeouts, two walks over two and a third. Adam Ingo will face him. Two for two with two doubles in RBI and two runs scored. He's four for eight on the season. We have righty on righty though now. Engel does much better against lefties He's got a little bit more power against right handed pitchers Statistically But he does not make as good a contact So while every once in a while he might put one out against a righty pitcher His average drops significantly against them And he's quickly 0-2 swinging an outside pitch Hirano was an international signing out of Japan This one is outside splitter 1-2 the count some felt he could end up being a starter currently though in a bullpen role. This one is fouled off down the first base line, one in two. The pitch to angle here in the bottom of the 7th outside taken 2-2 two two the count. The 7-8-9 hitters scheduled to hit here in the bottom of the 7th as the White Sox lead 5-4, the simulated game brought to you by Cork and Carey at the park as Engel swings and misses at a low pitch for out number 1. Cork and Carry at the Park, located over at 33rd and Princeton, is a Southside tradition. And their doors will be open when this is all over, but it's only going to happen if you support them now. Put them in your rotation of local businesses that you are supporting. They've got an incredible menu available on Grubhub, or just go to corkandcarryatthepark.com. Proud sponsors of Socks in the Basement. When we're doing our normal podcast, that come out every Wednesday, and we just started live podcast on Saturday when everything went down. So we've moved it to these broadcasts each and every game of the season. First pitch a ball to Mazzara, next pitch a strike at the knees, 1-1 and the count. So we're getting every game in. We've been doing it since opening day. We announced it about a week beforehand. Some may try to duplicate it, but you cannot replicate it when we're doing it each and every day and bringing you these kind of games that have been exciting and fun, and the White Sox have a 6-3 record. That one's fouled off 1-2 and the count as the White Sox cling to a 5-4 lead the pitch on the way, outside swung at for strike three Mazzara goes down, there are two outs here in the bottom of the seventh Gerrano has struck out the first two batters he faced out of the bullpen as Jace Fry warms up alongside of Evan Marshall in the pen one of them may be seen here in the eighth inning, Herrera looked effective though and may come out, is this a ground ball to short on the first pitch for Mendick Thrown over the first base 6-3 put out End of 7 Sox lead 5-4 Jace Fry will come into the game here He's got three guys coming up to the play Two of which Do not do well against lefties He's got five appearances Three innings He's 2-0 oh. He's got four strikeouts Of two walks He got in some trouble His last time out But escaped On a brilliant play by Adam Engel As the Red Sox tried to come back On Saturday Announced attendance for this game, 17,821 on an afternoon day game with 60-degree temperatures and sun here at the rate, but it is Monday afternoon. First pitch taken for a ball, next pitch swung on outside, 93-mile-an-hour fastball, 1-1 and the count. Marshall continues the warm in case Fry gets into serious trouble, but he will face three hitters. Crawford being the first one who has very different splits between a lefty and a righty. As this one is lifted out in the right field, Mazzara gives chase and tracks it down near the warning track but still on the grass for out number one. Now, the guy in the middle of these three that Fry has to face does do better against left-handed pitching. And that is Mitch Haniger in the three spot. He's 0-for-3 in this game with a ground out in the sixth inning. Sitting 262 on the season. He is not slugging as high as his on-base percentage, so he's not found the power stroke yet. A lefty steps in against Fry, who throws him a 92-mile-an hour four-seam fastball. High and inside for ball one. 5-4 score here on the top of the eighth with one out. Fry delivers. Outside for ball two. He's pitching around Haniger with Daniel Vogelbach on deck, who his split show is not very good against lefties. Yep. Checks up on a low pitch. He did hold back 3-0 the count. So the idea Fry must have is: I will not do well against Haniger. I will try to get him to chase if he does not I'd rather put him on and pitch to Vogelback. but he gets this one inside for a strike 3-1 and one the count and I don't see why you can't challenge him a little bit. Don't just give him first base but don't make a mistake either. That was on the outside corner that was almost a perfect pitch for a strike 2 but he holds off and the umpire gives it to the batter. And he will walk 90 feet down so we have a runner on first with a 5-4 lead here in the top of the 8th inning. Vogelback. Comes up to the plate one for two, and Williams will come in. Dominic Williams to pinch run now at first base. He has some speed. Vogelback, the lefty, against the lefty Fry. First pitch, the runner stays, and it's an inside cut fastball for strike one. Jace Fry trying to handle the eighth inning here, has one out already. The pitch on the way. The runner goes. Throw down a second. He is safe. Stolen base for Williams. But strike two on Vogelback. The tying run moves into scoring position. As Fry faces his third batter here in relief with one out in the top of the eighth inning. The pitch on the way. Swung on and fouled off down the third baseline. Will reset 0-2. Fry checks the runner at second. The pitch on the way. In the dirt. It will roll. The runner thought about going, but McCann covered it quickly, kept it in front of him as it rolled up the third base line. Runner holds, one and two the count. The pitch from Fry swung on and fouled back off the netting. Low reset, one and two count. Fry checks the runner at second. The pitch on the way. Swung on and missed on an outside curveball that he chased. So Fry does his job against the two left handed batters. Even though he put Hanniger on in the middle, he's got two outs here with two strikeouts and a runner on second. We'll see what Renteria does here with the fourth batter coming up. Marshall will remain in the bullpen as Carlos Gonzalez also has terrible statistics against lefties. His righty-lefty splits are very different as the left-handed hitter steps in against Fry, who throws an outside cut fastball for ball one. Gonzalez is one for three, but that was against the right-handed Reynaldo Lopez. As Fry checks the runner at second with two outs here in the top of the eighth, clinging to a one-run lead here at the rate. Outside and high, cut fastball, ball two. You can't let this guy off the hook because it's set up perfectly for you to bring in a lefty. The pitch on the way. low taken for ball three. The reason you don't see Aaron Bummer out there is simply because Bummer went out and pitched deep on Saturday night and has not had even 48 hours since then. And I think Renteria does not want to bring him out and wear him out early on in the season to cause some sort of injury. Fry, though, walks Gonzalez on four straight pitches. That one looked close on the outside corner. He didn't get it. Kyle Seeger comes up to the plate. One for two. Another left-handed batter. So Jace Fry gets it set up for him on a platter. He had two lefties out of the first three faced with two more lefties coming up in this order. He's a loogie pitcher by trade. He remains in, throws one in the dirt. Runners thought about advancing, they do not. Ball one. Fry struggled his last time out as well. The pitch on the way. Outside fastball, taken for a strike. One and one the count. The fans give him a big cheer as he's finally able to get a strike after throwing six straight balls. Jace Fry sitting on 20 pitches here in this inning. The pitch. Swung on and missed on a cut fastball. And he's one and two to Kyle Seeger. Try and get out of this inning and preserve the one-run lead and send this to the bottom of the eighth. The pitch. Outside, he does not chase. Two and two. Fry seems preoccupied with Williams on second base. He needs the focus on the batter. The pitch on the way. That one is lifted out into right center field. Mazzaro will just watch it sail out on a long. Bomb! 404 foot three run home run By Kyle Sager Off of Jace Fry Who had everything set up perfectly for him To come in here in the 8th inning Nothing but left handed batters Basically And he gives up three runs here with two outs And the White Sox now trail by two 7 to 5 And that is a brutal result To Fry coming in To the 8th inning Evan Marshall will come into the game, of course, as Fry walks off. Sacks have played a heck of a game today and don't deserve to be losing this one. But Jace Fry, I mean, nobody even moved. That was a towering shot by Kyle Seeger. He's got two strikes on him. He's got a guy who doesn't hit well against lefties as Austin Nola steps in and takes ball one with the bases clear with two outs here in the top of the eighth. The game is not over. The White Sox have hit well in this game. And they're going to have the top of the order here in the 8th inning. And they'll still also have the bottom of the ninth. But this is not what you wanted here in the late innings. It is the first time the White Sox bullpen, with the exception of extra inning games where they were already tied up late in the game, that they have given up go-ahead runs. This one is fouled down the first baseline, caught in foul territory by Nomar Mazzara to end the inning. The White Sox have some work to do as they now trail 7-5. Dominic Williams will play right field now. He came in to run for Mitch Hanniger. So a big bat taken out of the order. But Seattle does have the lead. And they're warming up some pitchers in the bullpen as Leary Garcia gets ready to lead off the eighth inning for the White Sox. And he takes a high inside fastball for strike one. Garcia one for three in this game. The White Sox trail by two. Takes an outside fastball for ball one. 1-1 1-1 one one the count. As Hirano remains in the game for the Mariners and delivers. Swung on and missed on a splitter outside the zone. 1-2 and two the count. It was all rainbows and unicorns for the White Sox. Until two outs in the bottom of the eighth. Jace Fry has had two terrible appearances out of the bullpen. As Garcia goes down swinging on a split-finger fastball that dropped out of the zone at the knees. He misses it badly. And there's one out here in the eighth. Luis Roberts steps up 0-3 in this game with a ground out in the fifth. Hitting 2-12 on the season. Looked really good in the two spot yesterday with Abreu protecting him. Different story today against mostly left-handed pitching. He's got a righty up there now for him. He takes the first pitch on the outside corner for a strike. 0-1 the count. Next pitch is fouled off down the first baseline and he's quickly 0-2. Abreu on deck as Hirano continues to deal Throws this one outside. Robert does not chase one and two the count. We've seen two pitchers, really, for the White Sox struggle out of the bullpen. As this one is swung on and missed, Hirano pumps his fist as Robert swung underneath a high fastball. Fourth strikeout for Hirano in relief. He has five outs, and four of them were strikeouts of the White Sox. As Abreu comes up now with two outs, here in the bottom of the eighth with the White Sox trailing 7-5, And he swings and misses at a four-seam fastball in the lower portion of the zone. 0-1 the count. Carson Fulmer has looked atrocious out of the bullpen to date. All of his stats are infinity. His ERA, his whip, he's yet to record an out. And Jace Fry, in his last two outings, has just been terrible. As three pitches, three strikes, Abreu goes down swinging to end the eighth. And the Sox cannot show any life after giving up the lead. We go to the top of the ninth, down 7-5. With the eight-hitter Tom Murphy up, Ricky Renteria elects to leave Evan Marshall in the game, down by two in the top of the ninth. And that's an inside fastball taken for a strike, 0-1. Cordero is throwing out there, along with Colome. But it looks like Colome will sit down now. Marshall will at least start this inning. And Cordero will be there just in case. Is the Sox trail, and now Murphy is 2-1. and one. The pitch from Marshall. High swung on strike, 2-2 two two the count. 2-2 two, two count, top of the ninth. White Sox down by two. The pitch from Marshall, inside corner, doesn't get the call. 3-2 and two the count goes full. Patrick Wisdom on deck, hitting 279 in the ninth spot for the Mariners, We have put up seven here against the White Sox in this opening game of the series. Murphy swings at an outside pitch and goes down. Marshall's got his first strikeout of the game. And Patrick Wisdom comes up 0 for 3 with a ground out in the seventh inning. He's got one home run and three RBIs so far this season. One out here in the top of the ninth, and Marshall delivers. Outside sinker taken for a ball 1 and 0. Malik Smith, the speed demon, waiting on deck. The pitch on the way. This one's chopped down the first base line, fielded in fair territory. Abreu's pulled foul and runs back to the base to step on it for the unassisted putout. And there are two outs here in the top of the ninth. Most of the fans have stuck around, even though the White Sox blew the lead here late. It has been a quick game as Marshall delivers a Smith, change-up, taken for a strike. It has been a quick game. The White Sox have shown the ability to come back in this game as they have trailed several times. And they continue to fight. And if you came out on a Monday afternoon, on a beautiful day such as this, you might as well stick around and see what happens. That one's fouled off, one and two to count. The pitch from Marshall. Strike three taken down the middle. Bat never left his shoulders. Marshall blows it by for a second strikeout of the inning. We go to the bottom of the ninth, needing two. Makata will lead it off. Carl Edwards Jr. comes in. Four saves and four opportunities, five appearances. Four-and-a-thirds innings pitch. Nobody's crossed the plate against him. Seven strikeouts and three walks. And he hasn't given up a hit yet to anyone through those innings. Yohan Mancada will lead off. He had a solo shot to take the lead the last time he was up. That lead has been erased, and now the White Sox trailing 7-5. to five. He'll try to get the White Sox going here in the bottom of the ninth. It'll be Mancada, Encarnacion, and McCann scheduled to hit. The pitch to Mancada. That one is chopped down the third base line. Close play at first, he beats it. Seeger is unable to do it, and the reason he isn't is because he's on a shift. So he has to run all the way over to get the ball, and there was way too much momentum. It took him a long time to get to a soft ground ball down the third base line, and Mankata beats it by a step, hustling down the line. So the tying run will come to the plate. With no outs here in the bottom of the ninth, Mankata, the base runner in front, You could see him try to steal second if he wants to take the double play away. But in reality, he's not the run that will tie this game. So he's only going to go if he feels safe doing it. He's already been thrown out trying to steal earlier in the season. He's 0-for-1. As the first pitch. He cut fastball down and swung on for a strike. 0-1 the count to Encarnacion. That was the first hit Carl Edwards Jr. has given up this season. Makata doing everything he can to get the White Sox going. This one's outside misses for ball one. Alex Colome warming in the pen in case needed if this one goes to extras. As the Sox trail by two here in the bottom of the ninth inning with no outs and a runner on first. McCann is on deck. The pitch on the way from Edwards. Inside, almost hitting Carnacion. Sometimes you shouldn't jump out of the way. Sometimes you got to take one for the team there. He doesn't wear a lot of body armor, though. And that one might have hurt. Two and one count. Mancada leads at first. The pitch on the way. Outside ball three. Incarnacion having a good at bat here against Edwards Jr. Three one count with Mancada on first. The pitch on the way. Popped up in a foul territory. Get out of here. Get out of here. It blows back in near the dugout and is caught by Seeger. The shadow actually went over like it was going out of play. And then came back over the wind pushed it back in one out here in the bottom of the ninth for James McCann Who's one for three with a double? But we'd like to see one of those right now inside pitch taken 96 mile an hour forcing fastball One to know the count the pitch from Edwards low and outside ball two Adam angles on deck, but there's likely going to be a change He's not very good against right-handed pitching and even though he's got two doubles in this game he will likely not be the batter here If and when he comes up Inside pitch Edwards does not get the call He wanted a 3-0 to count now The James McCann Represents the tying run With Moncada on first base With one out here in the bottom of the ninth inning Sox making it interesting Not going down quietly Against the closer Edwards Outside pitch taken Ball four Borderline call He gets it First and second now The winning run Will come to the plate The tying run's on first And Mancada's over at second base. Let's see if Renteria makes any changes. So some substitutions here. Anderson will get a true day off. He will not come out and pinch run. Instead, it'll be Aloya Jimenez pinch running for McCann. And Yermin Mercedes is in to hit for Engel with one out here in the bottom of the ninth. The first pitch in the dirt rolls back to the backstop. Runners will advance 90 feet. 1-0 count to Mercedes on a wild pitch by Edwards Jr., the tying runs on second now in the form of Aloy Jimenez and Mancadas over at third. Double play is far less likely as Mercedes, who's had one at bat this year in a pinch hitting role and actually got the hit, steps in here for Adam Engel with a 1-0 count and a chance to be a hero. This one swung on and missed inside curveball for a strike. He was looking for all of it on that one. 1-1 one one the count. The pitch on the way. Outside taken, two and one. Nomar Mazara stands on deck. He has done well against right-handed pitching with a couple of home runs in this game. Mercedes, two and one count. The pitch on the way. Strike down the middle, taken 96-mile-an-hour fastball, and it's a 2-2 count. Yerman Mercedes, the darling of spring training, stands in. Swung on and chopped the short. Mancada will go to home and score. He was going on contact. Mercedes is out as it's flipped over to first, 6-3. The score stands at 7-6 with Jimenez holding at second base. With two outs in the bottom of the ninth, Nomar Mazzara with the tying run on second base. And he, the winning run if he were to get a hold of one, steps up with two outs in the bottom of the ninth against Carl Edwards Jr. as the White Sox try to complete the comeback. Inside pitch, taken for a ball, 1-0 and the count. Danny Mendick stands on deck with first base open. Would we see Tim Anderson come out here if he comes up? Outside pitch. Ball two. You want to give Anderson the day off, I get it. I see him over there talking to Renteria, begging to get into the game. He has that hit streak. If he were out, I just want bad. It would ruin his hit streak. I don't think he cares about that. I think he wants to get into the game. The pitch. Inside fastball taken two and one. It looks like Renteria is considering it, but the the game is right now at home plate. 2-1 count to Mazzara, the pitch. Inside taken, 3-1. With mendix still standing on the on-deck circle. Anderson now wearing a helmet, still discussing it with Renteria. 3-1 count. The tying run at second base. Nomar Mazzara facing off against Carl Edwards Jr. As the Sox fans are on their feet. Here in the bottom of the ninth inning. Trailing by one, the pitch. Low taken, ball four. He will walk. And now what will happen... Will Danny Mendick come up or not? They jumped the gun and first said Mendick was coming up, but he was not announced by Renteria. He was already out there explaining that Tim Anderson is coming to the plate. He takes two cuts and walks up in front of this crowd, pinch hitting. Runners on first and second with two outs, and T.A. comes off the bench. He wants to hit the first pitch on the way, swung on and driven down the right field line. If it's fair, it's gone. It goes foul. He hit that one to the pole. It is foul. T.A. wanted all that one, baby. Hitting 390, standing up at the plate. A big moment, the pitch on the way. Swung on and missed, and he's 0-2 now. Anderson needs to take a breath. He's excited, he's jacked up, and he almost won this game right there. But now he's 0-2. Carl Edwards Jr. is in the driver's seat with Jimenez, 180 feet away from tying this game at second base. The pitch on the way. Swung on and chopped foul down the first baseline. They'll reset. Anderson is behind on Edwards, who is throwing fire, trying to get it by him. The pitch. Inside in the dirt. The ball rolls. Jimenez will hold. It did not get away far enough for him to advance. 1-2 and the count. The pitch. Swung on and missed. Curveball dropped out of the zone, and Anderson just missed that one. And the Mariners will escape here in the ninth inning. The White Sox gave it their absolute all here trying to come back. But some defensive miscues midway through the game. Spoiling what would have been, I think, an even better outing by Reynaldo Lopez. And then Jace Fry imploding and giving up a three-run home run in the bottom of the eighth inning with two outs. The Sox attempt to come back and pulled every trick out of their hat to try to win this game here in the bottom of the ninth. A thrilling finish does not go their way as Anderson almost hit a home run on the first pitch there that just went foul, just missed hitting the pole down the right field line. And the Sox will drop this one seven to six to the Seattle Mariners. The White Sox drop now to six and four. They have won every series so far this season. It could still do the same if they win the next two games against the Mariners. They'll be back tomorrow for another day game The win goes to Harano, who pitched two innings of stellar relief. The loss goes to Jace Fry, who did the exact opposite over two-thirds of an inning. Carl Edwards Jr. gets the shaky save. He's no longer perfect out there. He gave up a couple of hits and let a run score, but he held on. Kyle Seager, the player of the game, of course, with the three-run home run, he went two for three today for the Seattle Mariners and had five RBIs out of the seven that were driven in for the Mariners today. Once again, the White Sox dropped this one at home, seven to six. They will be back again tomorrow afternoon. Yuan Mancada, two for four, the home run and RBI and two runs scored. Adam Ingle, two for three, with two doubles, an RBI and two runs. Danny Mendick, one for three, with a double and RBI and a run scored. And James McCann, one for three, with a double and a run scored. We will see you tomorrow for another White Sox simulated season, brought to you by Cork and Carry at the park over 33rd in Princeton. Order some Grubhub right now from them or go to corkandcarryatthepark.com and remember to check out the post game report for this game as always at sockson35th.com we'll be back tomorrow here on socks in the basement found everywhere podcast can be found and always at socksinthebasement.com bye bye everybody socks in the basement socks in the basement